Hello, my name's Gary Shotton, and I really enjoy doing these and talking with you via video and audio. And today we're going to talk about logos and branding, but like a name in your company, naming your company and how to brand it. And um, a lot of our discussions and uh, teachings come as a result of someone asking about this from an African country, in this case, Tanzania. They asked point blank, how do I name my company and create a logo? Well, first of all, in uh, a name, you probably have two major choices in naming your company. One is somehow naming it after you. Uh, the Turner Roofing Company or the Smith's uh, Shoe Shop or something to do with your name might want to consider that because that would be a company that maybe is destined to be just a local or just down at the Smiths. That's a, that's, everyone knows about it and that's a great name for someone that might want to stay kind of local. But if you want to grow and grow out and be kind of uh, uh, expand outside your local neighborhood, you might want to name it something that's kind of catchy or something that's related to your product. Well, first of all, we can think uh, if you're going to put a name on something, you've got to reflect how people view you, how people uh, consider you as your product or service. And I'm convinced that we all know that there's five basic senses that the human race makes their judgment, sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. No particular order. But when we make a judgment, those are the five things, five parts of our body that make us uh, assimilate the facts and information, and we make choices based on that. So my strong suggestion is you consider that as you are making your brand and your logo. Well, first of all, let's say that you've got a store. Let's say that you've got a store that's on a road or a street. I would look first from a distance. I would look out away from my uh, business and I would first look where I would put the sign and what would be the name of this company. And I, we could call it here in the United States curb appeal, meaning from the curb of the street you could look in. Maybe from a foreign nation they don't have curbs like we do. So we could call it a roadway view. From the roadway, someone's driving by uh, from a distance, maybe 30, 40 feet away, could they see and understand what's in the shop? I'm always amazed when I see a, 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 the name of something on the side of a, of, of a building or a store, and there's n I have no idea what they're doing. None. Well, that's not good. You should be advertising to the people passing by on the street, obviously in their car. Obviously, that's mostly your sight, your visual. Let's go a little closer. Let's say that your people are walking by, more common in foreign countries, and they're walking by and you have a storefront and you have a window. Well, now you're getting to uh, people looking at your store a little closer. Let's use somebody that's like one of the, in our group was a photographer. Well, there's a great place, kind of common sense, to have some of the best pictures that you've taken, blown up as big as you can blow them up in a nice frame of weddings or happy families or fun pictures of small children. Those people are going to visually see your product as they walk by. They're going to remember when I need a photo, a family photo, or my wedding, or someone's getting married. I'm going to come to that place where I remember seeing 
that uh, the pictures in the window. Now, let's go a little closer. Even there, you might have the opportunity to add a little music, uh, maybe wedding, uh, the wedding uh, bells or something to do with the wedding, because now you're pulling in sound, not just sight, sound. Well, let's go a little closer. Somebody opens the door, and now they're inside your store. Now you've got them. You've kind of got an opportunity to use more of the senses. I like to go into my dentist. They have some kind of a air freshener that that smells like clean, the cleanest possible uh, rooms that you could possibly smell. They say that in uh, selling used cars, there's a new car smell. In other words, you take the spray can of like air freshener and it has a smell. Okay, now you have sight and you have smell. Well, inside your store, like my mom did with the cakes and donuts, she had nice music. Okay, we're, we're using sound, sight, sound, and smell. And you might be able to shake hands with a person as they come in or uh, uh, in some way pat them on the back. And now you've got touch. You, you don't want to maul them. You want to take over, but you've got the feel of touch. And you could even roll into some taste. Well, at a restaurant, that's real easy. Uh, somebody uh, in the malls or where we're shopping in the malls here, they have uh, people walking out with a little tray and they give you with a toothpick a small taste of the food that you want to eat. That's kind of obvious. Uh, there's a bread, bread uh, company in town that they have a very well-known fact that they cut off a large slice of bread with butter and you can taste the bread with no obligation to buy. You see, what you're doing is you're getting as many of your five senses involved in creating your brand and your logo, and now you've got something going, how am I gonna name this? Well, if you go to the, the, the English language, you ought to probably think of something that has a little rhyme to it. I always like the thought of jolly lollipop. Jolly lollipop. Okay, that has a little remembrance to it, a little bit of thought to it. Uh, I wouldn't name it something that's really hard to spell or could be confusing to spell or, or something that's easily misunderstood. Uh, if you're in a different language, now you've got to get your team around you and suggest some names and think about a good name, a name that has a little rhythm to it, a little rhyme to it, a little, uh, but clearly identifies what you're doing. Uh, now let's go to the logo. I will refer to a dentist in town. I remember driving by. I have no small children now. I have grandchildren. But they have, uh, from the street, it's a very well-lit, larger building for dentists, especially for teeth for children. Well, guess what? Children do not just jump in, uh, with excitement, mom and dad, I want to go to the dentist because they're going to be, somebody's going to look in their mouth and they're probably going to hurt a little bit. But you know what this company's done? They have a very large, nice playground with lots of lights, similar to, to some of the food chains that have a playground. So kids come while you're eating and they play. Oh, okay. Now we've got somebody that's coming into the what would be a dreaded type of a, event for a small child or a child, and they have a, the most wonderful experience while they're waiting in the 
a waiting room with the toys to play. And you've got this smell that's clean, really a clean smell. And you've got some music that's like kids' music. They're, they're almost uh, the most favorite little songs that, uh, that's in their mind with some rhyme and some reason. Not loud, not overbearing, but subtle. And now you've you're, you're, you're got the people meeting you at the, at the door or with a big smile and a hello and a slap on the back or a handshake. Now you're engaging this person. Well, this same tooth uh, dentist uh, store has a pretty cool logo. Guess what? They have this giant, as their logo, a very large tooth, like a, a, a shape of a white tooth, well thought out. And on it, they have like a clown's face with a big, happy clown smile. These are, this is not normal. Kids do not like to go to the dentist. But you have this idea that the, the, the dentist is, is something that's uh, enjoyable to go to, and even the logo has a large tooth, and, and it's just one tooth with a big clown smile on it. That's pretty cool. In the United States, we, we try to trademark the name so that somebody can't rob the name from us. It's very important. You, you'll have to pay money if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, uh, respect the trademark in the United States. So you actually file for this. Nobody else is using that. But you can't use a name like Fast Print for a print shop because it's too general. But what can you use? And, and how can it? So what you're doing is developing a reputation I was just talking with somebody that did wall art last night, and they have been doing the wall art. There'll be pictures and frames, and they have scriptures on this item. They've been doing it for 43 years, and their name is well represented. And I could tell you the name, but it doesn't matter. But, uh, well, I will tell you, it was Carpentry. Oh, okay. That's kind of a cool name because it's wood frames. And the tree represents, since it's Christian, um, Christian uh, uh, logos and, and symbols, the tree is a kind of a symbol of Christ on the cross. So they had given some thought to this. And the comment of the, of the co-owner was that we have such a great reputation because we make it in the United States and people know our name. That's what you want. Logo, in this case, carpentry, guess what? They have a large tree as a part of their logo with the words carpentry included in that shape of a tree. I can remember it. I don't have to think about it too hard. I sort of recall this, but when the need comes, wow, I can come up and find that company, either uh, through a Google search or uh, some way through advertisement. Now, there is a place here to really seek the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God will help you in logos, believe me or not, he will give you a unique idea. He will give you something that fits you very well, fits the business very well, has a nice jingle to it. Well, I hope this helps. Let the Spirit of God help you, and thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.